ING on air. ING Ventures, accelerating the pace of innovation. Welcome to this episode of ING on air, coming to you from Money 2020. My name is Lia Wang, and joining me is Benoit Legrand, CEO of ING Ventures. You think you know about banking? Besides facilitating your investments, they also make investments of their own. Do you want to t- tell me a little bit more about how that started? Yes, yeah, so uh, ING Ventures is a corporate venture capital fund, a 300 million capital fund. Uh, which we started to invest in fintechs. Um, It started, let's say, four years ago when we thought that partnering with fintechs was very important for us, but sometimes we also are there to work with fintechs which need to be strong in the future, right? So it's also important for them to be having the right equity with them. Uh, And and also we see that we can help them being and and getting bigger by opening up our distribution skills. So this is where an equity stake, uh, building a long-term partnership with those fintechs was making a lot of sense, right? So what's your strategic reasoning behind the way you work with fintechs? You know, you can acquire them, you can partner with them, as you say, or you can invest. You know, why would you do either of those options? Yeah, it always starts with the the mission statement of ING, right? We want to empower customers to stay a step ahead in life and in business, right? So everything we're doing is is meant to be there. And our innovation strategy is also a tool to help those companies, of, to help ING in the business to get there. Um, and this is how we select. So we have a different kind of topics where we think are important for us. If you look at being a primary customers or doing more lending, so those are things which we think are strategic for us. Helping customer having a better relationship, easier, faster, more instant, with, uh, with, with its bank. So everything which is effectively giving a strategic differentiation uh, possibility there is for us important. So we, we look at the different possibilities we, we have there, select the fintechs, and then depending on the very case-by-case case base, some do not need funding, some need funding, some don't want funding. So, but we have the toolbox available and, and make that money available if, if needed. To help them in whatever way they need at that point Absolutely, in time. Absolutely, because the most important thing for us is just to build very strong partnerships, right? And it's not about ING getting benefits from it. Of course, it, we do it for our own benefits, but we need to have in front of us very strong fintechs, you know? And the stronger they are, the better it is. And, and this is what we put behind the word partnerships. Right. right. And then to what extent does your investment thesis differ from a traditional VC fund where it's basically about value creation? Yes. Whereas for you that might mean something differently. Yeah, it, it also means value creation, right? Because it's, uh, we're doing this also as an investment just to make sure that the investment is, is, is returning in, uh, 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 money. Uh, yet we think there is also value in what we can build in the business itself, right? By opening up our customer to the solution, which is presented. Like if I take the example of uh, Twisto, for instance, a uh, uh, buy now, pay later solution um, we invested in, we're partnering with them in Poland and we're effectively using our Polish network and, and relationship with, with, um, with retailers there to propose these solutions so to our customers and to new customers right so it makes sense for twisto it right. makes sense for ing to be positioned there as a very innovative company and bring value to customer answer a customer which uh, a problem which customers have it's value creation both in the monetary sense and in the almost synergy with Absolutely. ing and their Absolutely. customers uh, we see this like very much intertwined i think we 
we would not invest if, if it's like totally away from, right. from, from our business, right? Right. And to what extent is the way you work together with your in investments or with your startups, how is that different from the VCs that are just VCs? Um, it's hard for me to <laughs> to have an opinion on how all the VCs work, right? right? But I can tell you how we work. Mm -hmm. But once we invest again, we, we have this five to seven years perspective and we want to make them stronger. So we're trying also to connect them, you know, between them as we know that some have common interest. And so we're trying also to build this ecosystem around us uh, with, with, with a Fintonic, for instance, uh, talking to a Twisto to, and uh, having them all also benefiting from it. Uh, we're trying to help to grow. We, we see also a lot of difficulties, right, in, in growth and scaling. It's not that easy, right? On paper, you know, all fintechs are fine and, 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 and the growth is there. Stick. Absolutely, everybody's very happy. But in reality, there are a lot of people's challenges, you know. Do you have the right people? in place, you know, recruiting some people, uh, making sure that the risks are managed you know, in the correct way, that the structure and the company is being built for long-term sustainability, right? So it's not about growing very, very fast. But So we're trying to provide with a, a, a total support uh, behind the activity. So say I'm a fintech in this investment program of ING, what would our uh, collaboration look like on a day-to-day -day business? day-to-day uh, -day basis. Yeah, it, it will certainly depend on your needs and I think what we would like is that you as a fintech would define what you expect from us and I think it's up to us to deliver up to that level, right? So uh, there is no pre-cooked, you know, uh, uh, rule book where you say, you know, you have to do this and this, but it depends on, on effectively the needs and what we can bring. So in some cases, we're also sending some of our people working with that fintech, right? So there's something we're doing. Some we just like let's say, almost totally away from their daily management mm -hmm. because they just don't need it and, and, and it's also fine. So we see different stages in those fintechs, you know, from series um, early stage to A or B or get some growing to C. They need us more or less. Yeah. And we, we need to be um, flexible and adaptable. Right. Um, and, and what are some of the key areas that you're looking into for investments? Um, Again, you know, we, we, the key investments are linked to our strategy, right? And, and now aggregation and, and uh, money management uh, tools are very important because we believe that the uh, uh, mastering uh, the primary relationship with our customers is key and, and, and payments and daily banking and those activities are absolutely key uh, into this. Uh, lending is also something which has been uh, uh, taken a lot of our attention in retail, but also in SME lending in Germany with FinCompare, in, uh, in the UK with funding options. Um, insurance is also starting to getting more uh, attention from our side. Um, looking at Clark in, um, in Germany, uh, what I talked about, Yolt and Fintonic into right. uh, money management. But we also do a lot in trade finance. Uh, blockchain initiatives, um, yeah. So the, the, the many different topics. Today we have committed about uh, more than 200 million of the uh, 300 million, uh, spread around more than 25 different companies. And are there like um, 
patterns in investments that you typically like, maybe in size or in business model or in, in stage where they are? I would say people. <laughs> if there is one element uh, which, which we see uh, making a difference over time, it's just people who are effectively leading. Yeah? So how confident they are, passionate they are about what they're doing, but also are open are they just to change and to understand, well, this might be a wrong direction, we need to redirect. So the ability to attract talent, uh, drive change, th this is for us, we see this as the main differentiating factors in those companies, attracting the right people and, and, and getting the right um, uh, atmosphere around the company is, is distinctive. The product is, you know, I think, well, less of a difference, the technology certainly can be copied and many do but we see companies growing faster because of the leaders which are there. And that's at the same time the hardest thing to determine in an investment process, right? So how do you go about that to, to figure out who are those great leaders that you just described? You're right. It's it's one of the most difficult things. You know, when you look at an Excel spreadsheet with the figures of sales, right. you know, well, it's, it's quite objective but here... Uh, so identifying the values which the guys why are the guys doing what they do you know what is the mission which they have are they there just to make money in the short term and because like many entrepreneurs you know they're doing this and it's not bad right it's just fact of life that just they want to be rich fast which, yeah. which is fine uh, yet the mission which is there is is absolutely compelling if 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 they see you know, a role, for instance, in, in we're changing the world, I think this helps you to go through all the hard times you will face in the coming 10 years. Because you look at those companies, it's not a successful company after two or three years, right? You need to go through a threat. It's hard. It, it takes yeah, a long it, time. It takes a long time. I think certainly 10 years. So you cannot be just motivated by money or you know, being rich or famous. Well, this helps you one, two, three years, but I think it doesn't take you, you know, all the long, all the all the way. So, we're very much looking into the values, how the team is operating together. Um, so we, we spend a lot of time talking, talking, and talking. Yeah. So, what would that process look like if someone's interested in, in joining ING Ventures? Then, then how could they do that? Um, so, well. Uh, they contact us, I'd say, you know, through uh, any means which they have. Um, and then we, we review the, the process at this stage. We have been reviewing uh, more than 1,700 different fintechs. And, and we have invested in about 25, right? So you see, <laughs> we're not overall investing in, in different things. But this, this would be the first. The second, so looking at the activity in which they are, whether it fits with, with our strategy, whether it makes sense, then we'd, we would go to, uh, to the business itself and say, well, would you be ready to invest? Does it make sense for you to spend time, money, energy into helping this company and partnering with them? Yeah, if, if they see this as a strategic opportunity, then we'll engage into this funding, right? But again, the company can say, well, we'd like to work with you, but we don't need funding. And uh, and then this is where we start the, uh, the discussions. Yeah, and that's the part where you start the many, many conversations. Yes, yes. And, and are there instances where you maybe find out that the fit wasn't as good after all, or that maybe an idea or a team wasn't successful? Like, do you stop partnerships also? Yes, so 
in the equity partnerships, it's a bit more complicated because you're tight huh, for some time. So, uh, but in the different partnerships which we have, yeah, today we're running 170 partnerships, and we have stopped uh, 80 of them no, on the top of the 170. And from the 170, I think there's still a lot we are now having under review because they are not really delivering what we think they should be delivering, which which is fine. Yeah, yet we have to stop and, 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 and stop. So those are quite easy. The strategic partnerships are a bit more complicated to get out of. So that's why the thinking before is quite important. Yeah, yeah. yeah and especially when you have equity, do you typically go in also with an exit strategy or how does that work for you? We, we, um, we try to play the same rules as the, the, the VCs, right? So we don't want to impose anything on the company and the company should be free. So again, our interest as a venture investor is just to make that company the biggest, the, the, the best we can. And we don't want to constrain them into different conditions saying, well, you do only business with ING. I think this doesn't make sense at all, right? Yeah. So if we're here for their benefit as well, we should be as open as we can, right? So uh, this is this is how we look, look at it, at arm's length. And we don't want to constrain the company yeah. in any way. And what you hear a lot in these markets is that there's more money than that there are great entrepreneurs. And there's a, a great competition also among VCs to, to just be able to invest in these great leaders, as you just described, because they're rare. Mm -hmm. How do you view that ecosystem where ING is competing with big tech who have their own investment branches and uh, very sexy VC funds with maybe much more money um, and, and more experience? I think money certainly well is available, right? So we have money, others have money. But uh, a fintech is especially looking to a path to growth. The, the winners will be not that many. And you need to make sure that you get the best partners around yourself to grow. Right? So if you get 10 million from one person or 10 million from another VC, well, it's still the same amount of money. But the value which it, it's brought by that money de depends on the, uh, the fund. Right? So, and what we think we can bring is... You know, once you validate as ING, you know, you're a fintech and, and ING is validating your product, is selling it to, your, to our 38 million customers, it's, well, it's also saying something to other banks, to other companies, and it's validating a concept which is having enormous value, right, to enter into, into the next deals that get the company growing, right? Having pure you know, VC money, well, it's helpful as the money is there, but... You, you might also miss the, uh, the well, technological or strategic validation of your product, which is essential as you're in fintech. You're competing, well, not with banks, I think. You're especially competing with other fintechs, right? Yeah, so who the all one need banks. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, they need banks to grow or, or some do not. But I think the faster you grow compared to the other fintechs, the more chance you have to be yeah. the winner, right? So if we can help, I think, and this is what ING Venture is certainly uh, helping too, is, is getting this, this power of execution and, and validation is absolutely important. And access to market and customers. Access to market and customers, yeah. This, and branding also, you know. Yeah. And what are some of the investments you've made over the past years that you're really excited about? 
Well, I would say uh, the majority. I'm very excited about the majority, and I think if I'm now going to drop one name, I think I might offend others. You love I will all not drop your children myself. equally. Yeah, so that's it. Yeah, that's it, right? But this being said, <laughs> some take more space than time, but I think certainly uh, companies like Fintonic uh, in Spain are absolutely amazing. They... Um, but, but it started also more than seven years ago, but they have uh, cracked the nut of uh, uh, PFM and gathering customers into a, into a platform and transform the, uh, the platform in, in an effective working and, and uh, profitable lending business model, right? Expanding now in Chile, expanding in, in Mexico. So, it, it, yeah, it's an absolutely amazing company. I think Yold is certainly... Uh, also, one we're very proud of, Clark. You know, we're doing brokerage in uh, in um, in insurance in in Germany. Twisto, you know, moving to countries like Poland. I think. Well, and don't hit hearing, me if I'm not no, mentioning no. them all. But I think I'm generally generally quite you know proud proud of of, of, all of, of, them. of what they are doing. It's just like an amazing work. And what I'm hearing is um, the, the ones that you're you're extra proud of. <laughs> um, they sound like the ones who've cracked one thing and made it scalable across multiple markets, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Which, which is key to your platform it strategy is. also. It is, because there won't be, uh, you know, 100 players in one market. I think there might be four or five, you know, just like winning players. So the faster you crack that nut, I think you start building a vir virtuous circle around yourself and, and the attractiveness of your platform just uh, outperforms all the others. And, and this is the race which we are in. Right. To be the reference in what you're doing. I think they're all trying to focus on that, being the one reference. Well, in, in, in insurance brokerage you know, or in, uh, in PFM and open uh, uh, lending platforms, whatever your topic, I think they need to focus on being the best in there. Yeah. Hey, and maybe um, as a final question, a personal question, Benoit. So you run innovation and culture at ING. You also run ING Ventures. When do you sleep? <laughs> at night. <laughs> I try not to sleep too much over day, you know, right? But I think, uh, yeah, it's quite intensive work. And, what does your day look like? What does your life look like? Uh, my, <laughs> my life is very exciting, but my days, yeah. Well, certainly full of meetings, full of, uh, of travel. I'm traveling uh, in, in many different places. But it's mainly, you know, a work where you have to constantly fight against the, well, uh, the tide. You know, we, we are constantly uh, fighting against the status quo, making people change and, and not always being very popular because well, we're challenging. And uh, this requires a lot of energy. So I, I can recharge a lot of energy you know, by sporting and uh, sleeping also, <laughs> but also by being uh, surrounded by amazing people uh, with, with my full energy. And uh, this is, yeah, this is how my life looks like. In a nutshell, right? I think still many more things to say, but uh, maybe not here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Check out all the episodes in the series via ing.com or bnr.nl slash money2020.